Welcome to a Record Roulette bonus episode. My name is Eamon O'Flynn. I'm joined by journalist Chris Jones, our guest from our last full episode about Pearl Jam's 10. One of our brand new episode formats is Five Questions With, where I ask our guest five questions and challenge them to answer each one in one minute or less, which will be a challenge, an extra challenge for you, Chris, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, very lonely. We've made one small tweak in the second go around with the five questions. Let's see how Chris does. So number one, what is your dream concert? Tell us the artist and the era. I would like to go back to the origins of punk and just get blown away by like MC5 in Detroit or the Ramones in New York or the Clash in London. Like one of those early shows where you show up not really knowing what to expect and you go from like 10 years earlier, Jan and Dean are playing and then you go see him. C5 kick, kicking out the jams and you're just like, what is happening? I would love to that one. I think, I think I'll take, I'll take MC5 in Detroit. That's a great answer. I really, it'll be interesting to see how many people choose something at the very start of an era where it's like not even, it's, it, you know, it's a mind blowing experience. Cause I, I feel like that's a perfect example of one. Uh, if you could have a beer or coffee with anyone in music history, who would it be? And would it be a beer or a coffee? It would be a beer. <laughs> there would be several beers um i think nick cave i think nick cave has lived such an interesting life and he's such an interesting personality um the last concert i saw pre-covid was nick cave and the bad seeds in toronto and it was an experience hmm. And I, during the pandemic, it sort of came back to me, you know, as this almost out of body experience because it was a crowd of people watching a musician, which we didn't do anymore for a while there. Um, I think he knows a lot about life and experienced amazing highs and some really tragic lows. And I just, what he knows about the world, I think would be interesting to tap into. All right. Uh, what is your favorite album? I mean, this is extremely hard for me because I, love music and listen to different kinds of music and have many albums that I adore, mm -hmm. but I'm going to go with a little Canadian band called the weaker Thans um, from Winnipeg. And I, I love all of their records, but I think my favorite is called left and leaving, um, which for listeners who don't know the weaker Thans are sort of like a weird folky indie punky there's a lot going on with them, but the lyrics are amazing. Um, if you want to introduce yourself to Weaker Thans, the title track, Left and Leaving, is beautiful. Or there's another song on that record called The Pamphleteer that um, is a gorgeous piece of songwriting. All right. Uh, number four, which album doesn't get the credit or recognition it deserves? I mean, the easy answer would be Left and Leaving by the Weaker <laughs> <laughs> should have been enormous. I mean, one of the things I don't understand about the music industry at all is I will listen to an album and think it's amazing and it sells four copies. And then another album that is not very good becomes a massive, massive success. And I don't understand. I don't understand the alchemy of the music industry. Like, I don't get why some things catch and some things don't. Um, again, to pick one would be so hard. But there, there are so many bands that I love and they just didn't catch I, i'm gonna say the weaker lands the weaker lands the weaker lands for me are just an amazing an amazing man i love them and actually you know another band that i think sort of gets dismissed is like bro -y, goofy 
pop punk is Blink-182, and their new song came out this week, um, One More Time, and they've reconciled you know, this journey yeah. they've gone on. And I think Blink-182 has an incredible catalog. And they get sort of dismissed as I think like these goofy skater boys. And it's, there's a lot more to them than that. Yep. I think they, you know, that's when you talk about, uh, 10 coming out at the right, at the right moment for you, I think that, you know, their music kind of was just perfectly timed for me getting into becoming a teenager and, and, you know, navigating that. And so I I agree. I'm, I'm very, I'm kind of surprised. I mean, it'd just be more white guys on the, on the list, but I'm kind of surprised they're not on the Rolling Stone list uh, for that exact reason. I, I think that they're very interesting. They're the biggest of what they did at that time. And uh, yeah, the very the very first profile I ever wrote Blink One Eighty Two for a University of Toronto newspaper, and then this new video they're like fifty. Yeah, so we were kids when that when I did that with them. Like it was the original drummer, and they appeared on the Mike Bullard show in Canada, which was like this weird talk show. Yep. Um, and for me, it was like the start of my whole career. And now watching them all together after Mark Hoppus survives cancer and Travis Barker survives a plane crash. Just like, yeah, watching that video the other day, the new one, it yeah. moved me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Enema of the State, fantastic album. Like a really good album. Great record. Um, okay. Final question. What is the one song you wish you could take credit for writing? Uh, wow. Man, I did have an answer and I'm like thinking about it. I mean, there's, gosh. There's many que- there's many that I would take should I for for right yeah like, what's 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 one for you um well I think I'd, uh, King Harvest by uh, the band I think is fantastically uh, written um yeah. you know I, I think I could I could probably figure out about five hundred different ones so you just name just name one any one song that you uh, I tell, tell you one that I think is an amazing story is um you talked about it in our episode Bruce Springsteen is Nebraska mm-hmm. he does a song called Highway Patrolman on yep. that record that I actually started writing a movie about. I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna write a movie based on this song. Before I found out that Sean Penn had already made a movie called The Indian Runner based on Highway Patrolman. Like, not many songs inspire entire films. Yeah. Um, and I know every sports writer likes Bruce Springsteen and it's a stereotype. Now we're all fans of Jason Isbell. We've moved on to... Uh, if we were vampires or something like that would be the song I wish I could have written but um, how, anything off Nebraska but Highway Patrolman I think is is just a great piece of storytelling great pick alright that's five questions with Chris Jones that's all for today check out Record Roulette on Twitter Instagram and Facebook at RR Music Pod rate and review this podcast wherever you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite show, or listen for free at recordroulettepodcast.com. Music in this episode is from Lemon Music Studio. Thank you for listening to Record Roulette. Until the next spin, goodbye.